Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 47 on sustainability in small business with Spirit's technical sales director, Sean McDonald. Hi, welcome to Behind the Screen. This is Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics Podcast. And today I'm here with my colleague, Sean McDonald. And Sean, today we are going to touch on a subject that we just recently broached with one of our big customers, Boeing, and that is sustainability. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, it's a subject that's uh, got some near and dear you know, to my heart. Uh, definitely kind of keep keep a pulse on sustainability in general. So I'm excited to talk to you about it today and how it relates to spirit and our industry in particular. Yeah, you have, uh, not to segue too far already, but uh, you're in this massive project that you're building a house that's incredibly sustainable. Right, right. Very unique. And basically, you're, you and your family are going to farm as well on your property. So just give us an update on the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so my sustainability runs, runs deep, like I said. Um, you know, even before the house, we had a vegan cafe. Uh, we worked with a lot of sustainable partners that were local in the area. And uh, we really kind of got a sense of what it takes to, to participate in a meaningful way in a business relationship with sustainability. Fast forward, as you mentioned, we're building a house out of ICF block. So if you haven't been familiar with that, please take a look at it. But yes, my family and I are, are quite hands-on with this styrofoam Lego block material. <laughs> and we are we're building this, this house on our own. So at the end of the day, it's going to be one of the most well-insulated homes you can imagine. And uh, being in Arizona, it's it's quite the attribute that's uh, it's desired. So uh, I'll get some pictures out there eventually, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty amazing. It has been. Yeah, it's been a journey just listening to it, and, and we can't wait for the big homecoming, homewarming party oh, so we can too. all come out and have a big bash. But I think you have to put everybody to work first. And that's then, right. And then we're the party, right? Till the garden, that's right. Till the garden, that's right. You know, speaking of our sustainability partner and supply chain panel that we saw in downtown Phoenix here a couple of weeks ago was with Boeing. Fernando Hernandez, who is the Vice President of Supply Chain Transformation for Boeing, was the moderator. But more importantly, on that panel was Carrie Meyer, and she happens to be Deputy Director of Sustainability, and she is with the Office of the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense. So it really is becoming a, a very viable, visible program that companies like us and Boeing really need to take, you know, give attention to, right? So when we look at it, when I look at it from a small business perspective, I think we have done, we've taken many steps, right, toward having a sustainable building, et cetera, and just some of the other creative things we've done here. So we moved into this building in the end of 2019 and we replaced everything with LEDs, which uh, all run off of Lutron. And I remember distinctly in our old building, Casey was in an office and we had the overhead fluorescent lights and she had a cork board in her office <laughs> and her her nephew had given her like some little artwork and it was a star or something, you know, mm -hmm. and she had it on there and literally like within a month or six weeks, it had bleached out except where this star was and her and I took that off and we looked at it and we're like, 
is this what these fluorescent lights are doing to our skin? Wow. Of course, you know, wow. she's a little redhead and Irish girl that's as white as she can be anyway. So it was just like, you know, when we moved in here, we're like, we, we've got to get the strain off of our eyes, mm -hmm. but also just the impact from the light filtered through that, right? So, I mean, this is a pretty sweet environment that we have just from our, our visibility. Right, right. Yeah, we had uh, the fortune of being able to design the building in the space as our team moved into it several years ago and it was nice that we we're able to kind of make those decisions what kind of lighting are we going to put in how's it going to be managed it's nice to have all these windows around so there's a lot of natural light that comes through the building it's, it's important to stay in touch you, you feel the outside world you know and as you feel it you see it it helps you make in some cases better decisions about your day-to-day -day. just reminds you there's other life out there you know but so the natural light's really great the windows are great and then we have automated lighting systems as well. I think you said Lutron mm -hmm. is the name, right? So it's always interesting when we have a big staff meeting and everybody gathers in one room and we're all kind of in there talking. The rest of the building shuts down and uh, all of a sudden the whole place is, is dark except for where we're at. And I like that. It's a nice reminder of us doing our best to preserve energy and, and preserve resources. Same thing in you know, the restrooms, they do the same thing. So all throughout the building, we put automated systems in place. Our Ecobee thermostats are another one where they maintain you know, energy and the AC as efficiently as possible. So the more of those choices we, we can make, the more we'll implement and, and, and put those things in place to preserve. You know? Yeah, it helps when you look at the size of our building. We have 15 AC units on the roof. So of course, you know, if they're running, the less they're running and the more we can maintain them to be at some reasonable temperature when we're not here and you know a, a managed temperature when we are here right because the, the amount of people that are here also i, I notice mm -hmm. affects our temperature right so right. when you're all i walk in it's a hen house over here <laughs> and everybody's up and moving it's much warmer right but then right. like if uh, you know up on the penthouse over there if they're not moving around i see the lights turn on things like that so right. it is a reminder that you know, it's it's like when I was a kid, we turned the water on to brush our teeth and the water just ran while we brushed our teeth. Right. right. <laughs> and it's like you get smarter with age and, and awareness. Right. Yeah. So we're here to kind of like be aware that you don't need to. It's like, you know, need the water to run in order to brush your teeth. Right. You, know? <laughs> right. you lose once, a couple of gallons a night. Yeah. Once you start paying those bills, it's easy yeah. to make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I know for sure uh, here at the office, we've gone, like you said, through our Lutron and our Ecobee. But one of the things that I love about how we operate here at Spirit is we're not 100% paperless, but we are very conscious of what we do on printing. Mm -hmm. So we do have a, you know, a, a person here, they're old schoolers that want to print everything. And occasionally I need to print big technical documents so I can scribble all over. And you guys have seen that right. relentlessly. <laughs> but basically you can walk from desk to desk here and there really is not much paper. Right. It's a fantastic thing to see that. I'll say from experience, I've seen in other places I've been, it's just standard practice. You print out every quote every associated document, every purchase order. And at the end of the day, each transaction can easily generate 20, 30, 50 pages, you know? And, and then of course you gotta find a way to store that and of course <laughs> cool it down, right? So right. there's all kinds of other things that, that go along with that. But yeah, to really utilize the resources we have in this digital age, I think we do a fantastic job of that, our whole team, even our warehouse. You know, you'd, you'd think of an area of the warehouse having a lot of paperwork, a lot of things to, to process, which there's some, but it really it's relatively minimal. Everything that we get in-house is stored digitally. We have digital photos, digital documentation, digital records. 
it's all there. It's very detailed and it's all digital and that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah, for sure. Also, we recycle all of our cardboard coming in and out and we really do hope to implement even, you know, more stringent outlines there to re reuse and, and not have, you know, not burn through so much of our uh, cardboard boxes, but we'll get there for sure. Um, I know one of the other things uh, when we built out our building, we have some electric vehicles. I'm a big, you know, proponent of that. Obviously, I've been in, in electric now for about 11 or 12 years, and we have EV capabilities here to plug in at the office. Doesn't really, it's a a little bit of an emergency use, right? Really, you want to power those things after hours. But our expansion in our facility and our capabilities kind of has taken over what we deemed the garage. Mm, right. So <laughs> now I'd have to move that to the next building to uh, to keep up with our EV. But we have cycling. You know, people cycle to work and motorcycle to work, pedal to work, that kind of thing. So that's always, uh, you know, finding another resource of transportation is always exciting for me. Right. I think one of the other things we did here, we have several water fountains that we filter as well. And I remember there's a couple of pictures in Big Hurrahs when we reached a thousand or two thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're saving those know, water bottles. Yeah, right? yeah, I think we're maybe 20 or 20,000 or something now on the on the original one. I don't know what the number is, but it's up there. It's but up that's there. a biggie, right? Like not having all of those plastic water bottles yeah. in the in the landfill. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I know at some point, you know, we had started stocking water bottles. And a lot of that was for visitors and, and customers who were coming in for convenience, I suppose. But, um, you know, when we had those, it was easy to see. Uh, the staff would use those so quickly and we'd burn through it and I can't imagine how many water bottles we would have wasted if uh, that was standard practice so to put that in place it makes a big difference yeah yeah it's a little bit like a treasure hunt around here on a busy afternoon right everybody's <laughs> like okay whose water bottle is this because it was left somewhere or me standing up where's my water bottle? right, you right. Know? <laughs> everybody's like, got Waldo, their right? yeah. yeah where's Waldo yeah it's kind of like that yeah yeah uh, trying to help you uh keep your true roots also I, I love the fact that you know we also have some composting gardening going on here as well at the office which we survive on we eat lunch off of yeah it. yeah it's pretty amazing I'm always bragging about that just how well this garden out here in our parking lot survives but uh, the backstory there is, you know, we, we have a beautiful building here in Phoenix and there's grass that kind of borders the building. And so it's not a lot, but, uh, you know, Marty and I were out there talking one day and she said, gosh, I wish we didn't have so much grass here. And I said, well, I've got some wood. If you'd like, I can bring it out and we'll have a garden. She said, great. And so the family and I came out on a weekend, we threw it in and I literally eat out of it almost every day. And so... Uh, we're growing food. Um, our team is, you know, eats out of it as well. We have, in any given time, 30 things in this garden bed. It's, it's truly amazing. And again, it's just another reminder that there's a different way things can be done. You know, mm -hmm. you, can, you can choose to go to the store and, and buy packaged food, or you can simply walk out the, the door of the building here and get whatever food you'd like out of our garden. And personally, I would love to see more and more businesses do that, utilize that space wisely, because, you know, it kind of gives you the, the chance to engage with your team and even your customers and suppliers in a whole different way. It kind of breaks down that business barrier and all of a sudden you're outside talking about asparagus and what it looks like and, and what it means to have that growing right in front of you. So uh, I think it's important and I think more and more people should do that. Yeah. I can certainly attest, even just this week, we had some pretty outrageous salads, yeah. uh, you and mm -hmm. I, and right. then I had to eat one off of the 
local grocery store today and I didn't even finish it. I'm like, it, it, it's not even a comparison, right? I <laughs> mean, we same. have some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, and when we get our next building, I mean, I think we joke that we should probably start raising chickens at this yeah. price of eggs, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we could bring it all in house. Yeah. <laughs> bring it all in house. <laughs> we'll be a supplier of a lot of things. That's right. Free eggs with every shipment, right? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have absolutely invest in a lot of our automation here for sure. We have a pretty elaborate ERP, which is probably one of our biggest biggest growth points, right? So that really also kind of helps streamline, eliminate processes, tries to help us manage our suppliers and our customers as well, that we can do everything electronically, either API or EDI, so we're not you know, sending them something. So really, I mean, I, I believe that we're on the, the digital age in the right way. And then, of course, we upgrade our computers pretty often to keep the horsepower we all need, but we recycle all of our mm -hmm. electronics, thanks to our a good friend, uh, Miss Patty Hannon, mm -hmm. uh, brought us into that world of uh, electronic, what did they call it? Uh, recycling, electronic yeah, yeah. recycling. recycling program. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's been oh, eye-opening for me. I didn't know it until I met her. So. Right, right. Yeah, we're always looking for different ways, especially with local entities, right, to, to help find new ways to be resourceful, you know, and uh, I think one of the other ones we haven't touched on yet is a composting service, so mm -hmm. we're looking at that right now to see, uh, there's a great company called Recycled City in town to see if they can take all the hand towels that we throw away every day and simply recycle that and compost it, turn it into a food. So, you know, one of the big terms I hear all the time, I, I think in the industry we always hear sustainability, but one of the terms that I hear a lot in a lot of the podcasts and things that I research um, is permaculture. And so... You think of that word a lot of times as a gardening, farming associated type of uh, activity. Uh, one of the best definitions I ever heard of that word, you think of it as perma and culture. And really what it comes down to is trying to create practices day to day that, that help you develop a permanent culture. So, you know, you're making decisions to help not just sustain, but be permanent as a people. I think for me, that's the core of what, of what we're trying to accomplish here at Spirit. Well, I'm the right person for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know my history. I When I take people home to my uh, roots there in, in central Pennsylvania, it's very heavily Amish and, right. and Mennonite, right? So horse and buggy still. Horse and buggy. Horse and buggy in the fields, horse and buggy on the road. And, and you talk about sustainability. I mean, there's nothing wasted. The gardens are enormous. They're beautiful. You know, um, they grow their own hay, their own corn for their animals plus their own food for themselves, they butcher. I mean, this is just the life cycle, right? And you yeah. go back there in the spring and fall, it's, the fall is the most beautiful. They literally hand cut all the corn shocks and they're up in the interesting little, you know, tufts, if you will, in the fields. And mm -hmm. or you go back when they're cutting hay and all oh, the Amish kids are up there slinging that hay, you know, 10 <laughs> bales high. And it's just it's a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> It's a lot of work, but you know, it's a, it's a great life and it's truly just the, exactly what you say. Their, their mm -hmm. lifestyle is that, Yeah, it's, exactly. you know, it's totally normal for me. And I don't realize how odd it is until somebody comes back there with me and they're like, wow, look at that. And that kid's in his bare feet. I'm like, wow, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> well, those are great roots to have for sure and the, and the funny thing is I think a lot of us do have that in some sense you know we've all got memories of time in our family's gardens and, and being outdoors as kids and, and doing things like that and um, I think it's important for us to just pause and remember hey yes we're in this business world but we all have those roots and essentially it's a seed for what we can do to participate what we can do to, to make our surroundings that much more 
uh, in line with permaculture. Yeah, for sure. And you're really bringing your kids along in that same light, so it's always oh, fun we're to trying. Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a challenge to uh, <laughs> put the iPads and, and computers aside, but um, yeah, exactly. that's part of the goal. Get get your hands dirty, right? Yes, get your hands <laughs> dirty, right? Yeah. yeah, you wash up with soap <laughs> sometimes. well we'll wrap it up i think one of the other uh cool little trinkets that we have this year or last year from uh what we've uh, integrated into our our business model here also is our electronic business cards which turn Mm -hmm. out to be like one of our biggest hits right Right, so basically we just can tap our our business card on your phone and all of our contact immediately drops into your phone but i think the great thing for me is how many times we would throw out a box of business cards because mm-hmm. either, you know, the person's name changed or their, their title changed or whatever, and there goes another thousand cards and then another thousand. And, right, you know, right. somebody retires and you open a drawer and there's a thousand cards, right. you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so now you, we just go online and we edit the card and it automatically updates. So yeah. I think it's one of our coolest trinkets this I, year. I totally agree. Everybody seems to love it and just embracing that digital. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you talk about business cards and you, and you think, yeah, I'm just throwing away a stack of paper. But, you know, think about all the transit it took to get it there and, and the printing and, you know, other chemicals involved. So, mm-hmm. you know, put a stop to that and, and minimize. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been a great touch on sustainability. I knew that I couldn't get through the whole <laughs> podcast without, you know, at least a, a, a Peter Piper on that sustainability word. It's a tricky one. It is tricky. Um, but sustainability in our initiatives, I, I love to see where we're going to go as a company to continue to grow it. But thank you for sharing all of your insights and also supporting what we do here at Spirit on our sustainability programs. Of course, yeah. Thanks for inviting me to be part of it. And uh, I guess I, I just hope that everybody else who isn't necessarily in the in the spotlight of having to do this as a, a government requirement you know all of us sub tier suppliers we make those decisions to keep continuing to participate and, and uh, reduce the footprint as we go along yeah it takes all of us that's right all right Great. thank you Martin. all right thanks sean <laughs> thanks for listening with spirit this week be sure to subscribe rate and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.